What is up, everyone? And welcome to another episode of Subjectively Speaking. My name is Jeremy. And I'm Laura. And this is another very special episode where we will be discussing the Stanley Cup playoffs and some very exciting Blue Jackets news. Yeah, Laura and I have been planning to record this for the last couple of days. I'm in the middle of transitioning into my new job, Homeboys Employed, so we're, we're loving that and what that could mean for the podcast in the future, but... Um, and I'm just we chaotic, just, so... Well, we love that for us, right? Like, very much us. They know that by now. If they've been here for a second, they're aware. And um, we've been wanting to record this podcast, so I promise that we came up with these brackets, like, beforehand. Like, we're not, like adjusting these as we go um did the whole like entering them into things kind of vibe I don't know if Laura did that I did that um but um just haven't gotten a chance to record and of course on the day that we're like oh we can probably record Thursday like we can record yeah my day's free your day's free um the Columbus Blue Jackets decided that they were also going to um do some things that we'll obviously talk about um but we'll start with the playoff stuff because we've left you all hanging for long enough and there are games happening literally as we speak and, and we just need to say these things out loud so people don't think we're phonies you know what I mean Laura like we just need to say them correct yes and this is a really like interesting I'm a little bit old school I'm also like a visual person so I wrote out my own bracket because I'm fun um clearly and so this was the first time I've ever done a bracket in which the blue jackets were not included in my fandom so that was very sad again um and also I have to like put aside some like personal biases in choosing teams because as I'm sure some of you heard some of these teams I would rather not support in any regular situation but here we are so so yeah so how do we want to get started I was gonna say speaking of things that we just don't just like we just oh my gosh words why can I not (laughs) say that speaking of teams that we don't support let's start in the east why was that so hard we haven't recorded an episode in a week and it's clear like or a little over maybe i don't even know and so it's very clear that we haven't done that but um let's start in the east um where i know for a fact that i personally really don't like three out of the four teams and i don't want to speak for you but i feel like you agree um, so I greatly dislike three out of the four teams. <laughs> correct. The East. So, so let's start. Let's start at the top. Let's start with the the series that has only half of the bad juju: the Pittsburgh Penguins and the New York Islanders. Laura, who is winning that series? Um, for my sanity, and because I can never, as a Columbus Blue Jackets fan, ever throw my support towards the Pittsburgh Penguins. I have the New York Islanders winning that series. All right. So I also am a Columbus Blue Jackets fan. And I need to be clear that this does not mean support, that this does not mean that I want them to win. I would rather them not. But I think the Penguins and I originally had said six games. They, I think, just took a two to one lead in the series tonight. So mm-hmm. I feel okay about that prediction. I could see see it still coming true. But they also like had hella fights tonight. That's not what we're here to do. Um, I'm not here to talk about that. But 
Okay, cool. So you've got the penguins, or no, you've got the islanders. I've got the penguins. Don't shake your head all aggressive at me like that. Um, <laughs> so then we move on to to the the series that I look at with my eyeballs that God gave me, and I wish that I could take them away. I would not want to watch this series if you paid me to do it. It is just I. I hate the the kind of hockey that both of these teams play. Like, I just hate this series. There are eight series happening. No, yes, eight series happening in this playoff right now. And this is the one that I do not want to watch a second of. I don't even like reading things about this series. So is the team... I dislike these teams. (laughs) So is the team that wears red, white, and blue... Or the team that wears yellow, black, and white going to win this series? I had to go with the lesser of two evils. Um, And I went with team red, white, and blue, the Washington Capitals. Because I cannot, cannot support Brad Marchand in any capacity. I so, raise you, I raise you, Tom Wilson, though. Like, I, you know what I mean, I like, understand. I, I said the lesser of two evils. I said it. I said the lesser. But Brad Marchand tried to start shit with people on the line this year with Columbus, not even playing them. Yeah. So fuck that guy. So, yes, I picked the Washington Capitals. Yeah, fuck that guy really hard, but he's gonna win in this series. I think Boston's gonna win. I Washington is just not good. Did you see what happened yesterday? Mm-mm. So double overtime. First of all, call me when you go into five. Double overtime. And uh Samsonov, I think I'm saying his name right, the Capitals goaltender. Um, goes to play a puck behind the net and he just like I don't know what he's doing back there like he's just hanging out like playing fucking jacks or something like I don't really know what's going on um but he um just turns the puck over and the Bruins score and win and Alexander Ovechkin is on the bench he breaks his stick and then starts screaming at Samson off as he's coming off the ice like that's your captain like that's a captain doing that like what the fuck so I don't know I was like oh my god but um yes i will i will again differ from you and i will say the bruins um how do you want to do it? I, I started out how we do it do you want to finish out the east and talk about who we think is going to win the east or do you want to jump down to um or jump over i guess to the west Let's finish out the East because I feel like it'll be confusing. If, if we, we don't, sure. Yeah, so, if we jump around too much. So I will give you my winner of the East first. I I think that a team that wears yellow and black and white will will move on. Um, no, sincerely, There's I think two options there for you. I know I'm being a smart ass. Um, <laughs> I when I was picking this. I think a trade that has worked out really well 
has been the Boston Bruins acquiring Taylor Hall. Like he's played really well and he continues to play pretty well. So I think the Bruins are gonna squeak in and win. It's probably gonna be a tight series. Um, but I think the Bruins are gonna win win that division, uh, win that playoff and be one of the four final teams. If your predictions do go through, that is so much of the same colors playing at one time. I know. And that they have home and away jerseys. <laughs> so much of the same colors. And they're both really, really ugly. Correct. So because we were opposites on the East, I have, and it's just, you know, I'm also terrible at this kind of stuff, but I have the Washington Capitals winning the East. Sure. Just because felt yeah. right. Yeah, no, totally fair. Um, I mean, really, I think that's that's the division that I think like any of those four teams can. That's the division that I look at and I say any of those four teams could end up there and I would not be surprised. It's yeah. the only one because I think that there are some, you know, Redheaded stepchildren and in, in some of the other <laughs> divisions uh, like cough cough the central cough cough right well speaking of you segued into the central so let's go ahead and just we'll we'll swing down to the central um we're gonna agree on the for, for the first time should we both say it on three between the hurricanes and the predators absolutely one, one two, two three three Carolina. Hurricanes. yeah i mean <laughs> steven i'm sorry buddy but like there's no way like there's no we way. We love you, Stephen, but absolutely not. No. There's like, I kind of, I, I kind of think Carolina might sweep it. Uh, yes, Kelly, Kelly, uh, we're going to a wedding in Charlotte on Memorial Day weekend, and she said, based on the schedule, if that series goes to a game seven, uh, they would be playing in Raleigh that weekend. Um, and I was like, this series is not going to a game seven. I said there was a better chance of this because we were actually texting yesterday. And, and at the time, both both series were at 2-0 in the central. And I was like, there's a better chance of Carolina and Tampa Bay playing that weekend than there is Carolina and Nashville. Um, so speaking of, of Tampa Bay um, and Florida, who do you have out of out of those two? I have Florida <laughs> and I know I'm wrong. I know that Tampa is going to do what Tampa does and like just do that. But I'm kind of over the whole Tampa Bay lightning thing. And we'll talk about that kind of too with some teams in the West. Like I'm just kind of over them being Tampa. I'd like to see another team. Um, and I think Florida has played so well this whole season, like, and it, you know, and my heart's a little bit there too, because there's so many former Blue Jackets that play for Florida. Um, so yeah, I'm probably going to be wrong, but I have Florida. Well, if you're wrong, I'm wrong. Cause I also have Florida in this oh. one. Um, Although I, I don't know if they deserve I, I am a little bit surprised by the Sergey Bobrovsky stuff that's happening down there right now. Um, Florida won today, so like it keeps you and I somewhat in the in in the realm, but I do think we're we're both gonna be wrong there. Like I think Tampa Bay is gonna end up winning that series after having seen 
the first three games. And that's such fun hockey, though. If you have not watched, if you're listening to this podcast and you are like strictly a Blue Jackets fan and you don't watch hockey elsewhere, like totally fine, understand it. Like that's how I am most nights, but I need you to watch this series because it is the most entertaining shit I have ever watched. Like it is riveting stuff. Like I, it's so good. It's crazy. Like I watched the first game and I was like, what is happening? Similarly tonight. Cause it's so, I was watching a five-year-old play t-ball tonight. So, um, (laughs) but you know, it's so different. Like it's just so different than what obviously we saw at all this season with our own team, but to see like the energy and the crazy between these two teams is just like, who knew battle for Florida would be such a, and I really do think like, it burns Tampa's biscuits a little bit that, you know, Florida finished ahead of them and, you know, they're the reigning Stanley cup champions. So. Yeah. But Kucherov and Stamkos, Laura, they're back. I know. Oh, I, I read all about the drama that people think they're cheating by bringing, is it Stamkos back or Kucherov? Which one was out the whole season? Kucherov was out the whole season, but guess what? Imperfect systems work imperfectly. And if the lightning are going to figure that out, good for them. Like, yeah, I mean, they found a loophole. So I know that the blue jackets weren't up against the cap. Right. So it's not the same situation where like Tampa Bay, like if they didn't, if Kucherov didn't get hurt, like they're going to be screwed, but you cannot tell me as a blue jackets fan, that if the blue jackets would have made the playoffs, LOL. Um, that Gus Nyquist wouldn't have been playing in the playoffs and nobody would have said the same thing. So like, it's, it's just this idea of like, they're not trying to circumvent anything. So calm down everybody. Um, yeah. And if they are good on them, it's a rule and they can do it. So, um, so keeping with the trend, then um, Carolina and Florida, I, I, to me, it's Carolina. Like I don't see a way that Carolina doesn't make it out of the central. Like, I just think they're so good. And now, now this is my bracket, right? Like the way the lightning have played the first three games, I worry that the lightning could get the better of them, but obviously like in my bracket, like I have Florida. Um, And if Carolina and Florida match up, I do think that Carolina will get that. How about you? I have Florida. Um, That sounds so sad. (laughs) I know, it just sounds so terrible. no, I have Florida because I really do. I really do think that. Yes, you do. You came out, they, you, said, you said that hard that time. <laughs> that they played, I think I played really well. And honestly, like they, nobody thought Florida was going to be in this position this this season. Like, absolutely not. Like, I think if you go back and listen to, um, I don't think it was us, but it might have been you on line change that just talking about the team. thrift store the what yeah you said the, i called them a thrift store yeah i can't remember if that was us or if it was online change or not but um yeah like absolutely no one anticipated the panthers having this kind of season and you know good on them like they took their 
island of misfit toys and like made it work. We did not. So like, if you figured it out, go for it. And like I said before, I have a soft spot because there are so many former Blue Jackets, you know, there. So, you know, I'm like real happy for Alexander Wenberg, you know, and Anthony DeClaire and Marcus Nudevara and Bob, like, you know, <laughs> so many people. Um, but yeah, so probably still wrong, uh, but I have Florida winning the Central. Cool. Well, there you have it. We've got two out of our four each. So next, let's go West. Let's go West. Um, okay. I... I look at the blues and I look at the avalanche series and it very, to me, it's kind of similar to the Carolina Nashville series where I'm like, it's thank you for coming St. Louis. I really appreciate it. There's no way, like there's no way the abs are losing that series. Yeah, no, I agree. And I mean, the blues just haven't been the blues that we've seen of the couple years past this season for one reason or another. Um, I know that they've had injuries and they also had some COVID issues. Um, so yeah, I mean, they made it in by the skin of their teeth and yeah, I just think it's going to be probably a pretty quick series because Colorado kicked ass all season long. So I do not see them giving that up anytime soon so I definitely also have Colorado in that first first pairing yeah for sure so then things get interesting um with the Golden Knights and the Minnesota Wild and I my heart really wanted me like so badly my heart wanted me to pick Minnesota like I think that that's a really good team I really like the story of like them ruining like we've talked to everybody all the like experts are all Colorado Vegas second round Colorado Vegas second round and and to me like there's nothing I love more than like a team that's like fuck you see the Columbus Blue Jackets in 2019 but like like that's just not what's going to happen and and, uh, I I picked the Golden Knights like I just they're so good like I mean like and and the biggest thing is their goaltending I mean it's stupid good and so if that remains true, like they're gonna they're gonna beat the, the wild, I, I think. Um I hope I'm right because I think I do think that the Colorado Vegas series would be so fucking fun. But I, I don't know. How about you, friend? Well, as per usual in our pairing, I went with the feeling side. Oh, thank God. I really needed you to say that. <laughs> I, I I wanted one of us to because I really wanted to. <laughs> And I picked Minnesota because, like you just described, um, and I think as any Columbus Blue Jacket fan will tell you, will tell you, we love a comeback story. We love the underdog. Um, so I would love absolutely to see Minnesota take the success that they've had this season and just rain it down upon Vegas. Um, you know, just because similar to what I said with Tampa, like. I could do without Vegas, you know, going far into the finals. Um, but it's hard to say that too, because 
They are so fucking good. Their goaltending is outstanding. Um, but I just, I love the idea of Minnesota just like pulling through. And so we'll see, but I went with the heart. You went with the mind. I, I hope you're right. Um, so when you think then you've got the heart matchup, I've got the mind matchup in the second round, who do you have between your pick of the avalanche and the wild going on to the final four? As much as I love the underdog. <laughs> you said, fuck um, my heart. You said, fuck the heart. <laughs> I did. I did kind of said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But there's just no debating how good Colorado has been this season. Like, they've just been so good. Like, I was so happy we didn't have to play them at all because they would have taken us and been like, why are we playing a juniors team? And then just run us into the ground. Um, Yeah, Colorado, I mean, like, they, it made like I had no doubt that they were gonna like be number one in their division like they've just been so good so as much as I love the heart and the joy that is the Minnesota wild I had to go with Colorado yeah I mean I I think that's totally fair I think um you know it's just hard right like for me, I'm thinking of of the series that they had over the course of the season. I mean, it was pretty, pretty stable, like pretty even. Um, I'm like looking at it right now for me. Uh, there, that's two and two. And then, oh God. One overtime loss, a regulate. Yeah. So, I mean, a little bit over 500 against the Knights this year with Colorado and I don't know. There, there's something about Colorado to me that is so reminiscent of the Washington Capitals before they won their Stanley Cup, where it's like this team should be good and they they should be, you know, um, fighting for a chance to be in the Stanley Cup final every year. Like that's how good they are. and yet it just feels like it eludes them. And so I think I, I have Vegas. Um, I'm okay with being wrong there, though, because there are a few players that play for, for Colorado that I'd like to see be successful. But, um, but yeah, I went with Vegas. Oh, God, I, 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 it would kill me to see them in another, I guess you would call it a conference final, quote unquote. But, oh, God, that pissed me off. But um, oh Canada, come on! What you what you know about our home and native land? Um, we'll, we'll move up to the north. Um, Laura, let's start there with the um, Maple Leafs and Canadians. Who do you have winning that series? I I mean the soul. The light in my heart belongs to Toronto because until the cannon fires again, 
I have to support Nick Foligno, our former captain. Um, even though tonight in the first game, things got a little bit weird um, that Jeremy had to inform me about because I was not paying attention. Um, you know, I just, I, you know, the one thing that made it a little bit easier to lose Nick is the idea that he would be put on a team that had a real chance to go after the cup. Um, and I've not, I'm not going to go into all the reasons why I love Nick Felino. You guys have heard that a million times from me before, but I want him to have this opportunity. I, I want him to go as far as physically possible and I'm willing to give up my deep disdain for Austin Matthews and his mustache um, to support my, my dude and also Rayleigh Nash. Cause I'm fairly certain that I don't think he played tonight, but I'm, they're trying to get him to play 25% of their playoff games so that they can get their return on the trade with him. But uh, so yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go with Toronto. I know the jackets are just like infiltrating the locker room. Like put them on the fucking ice. <laughs> we want that sixth round pick because you know that is so much better. But um, he did play tonight. Oh, did he? Yeah, he did play. He played ten minutes. Um, that's not bad. And I would say with yeah. the injury to Tavares he's gonna Tavares or Tavares I always mess that up anyways I would say that he's probably gonna find himself in the lineup again perhaps um but you know what that means we gotta start rooting for a Canadian sweep because that's one out of four if they play only four for those of y'all who maybe don't know or didn't watch the jacket or oh my god not the jackets they didn't do shit on the ice tonight um the canadians won tonight and so obviously the only way that can only go for is with the canadians sweeping it but guess what ain't gonna happen girl no sorry bob it's not gonna happen um toronto is easily gonna win this series but i will say like and i will say that that's like how i thought i thought toronto was gonna sweep it um this this injury thing like it it changes things a little like right because it's like it can just do something. I mean, your captain, like it's your captain who is just like out, like he's out of the picture. Like it's either going to galvanize this team or it's going to derail this team. And I hope it galvanizes them because I, I do not hell hath no fury, like a Toronto media after a first round exit, especially after the year that we've all been saying they should have no problem getting out of the North. If that happens. Oh my God. <laughs> um, but the less obvious of the two and maybe not because like, who knows? Um, what do you think about this? This I, I know that you picked Edmonton because Pierre Luc Dubois p- plays for the Jets. Like I know you did that. I also picked Edmonton, not for the same reason. Um, do you have anything else to say other after I clocked you on the PLD thing? <laughs> uh, no, fuck Pierre Luc Dubois, and yes, I picked Edmonton. <laughs> yes. Yep, that's about all I've got. That's the story. I mean, listen, when you're right, it's you're right. It's not like Edmonton's a bad team. It's not like I'm picking like a terrible team. Edmonton has done better this year than the Jets. 
So logically speaking, Edmonton, um, but also fuck Pierre-Luc Dubois. But also logic be Dan, because Pierre-Luc Dubois didn't play last night. He was out. He's injured. Um, and uh, Nikolai Ehlers is injured, or he's not playing. He didn't play yesterday. And the Jets won four to one. Just, you know, kick the doors in in the third period and beat the shit out of the Oilers. They had 22 shots on goal, scored four goals. I mean, like, that's the issue. Like, if they can't – when Edmonton doesn't have their stars on the ice, they fucking suck. And if they can't get that figured out, I don't know what Edmonton – because, like, Edmonton has so much money to – I know this is not an Edmonton Oilers podcast, but I, I am so fascinated by this team because they have so much money dedicated to, like, their top three, right? Like, very similar to Toronto where it's, like – there's so much money invested in their, their forwards that it's like the rest of their team is not great at all. Like it's pretty okay. Like if that, but when you have Connor McDavid on your team, you can get away with pretty okay during the regular season, but then you get to the postseason, and it's like, Oh fuck. Like we're not going to win anything. <laughs> like, so we'll see. Um, I've said a lot of F words tonight. I have, um it's playoff hockey it's like you know how like when like the temperature turns up on the ice it turns up on the podcast too baby that's how it goes um what what was that i said correct um so then we have the matchup that we both have picked which is um edmonton and toronto yeah i mean out of those out of those two, I think we both probably have a, a similar pick. Yours is because of Nick Felino. Mine is because Toronto is just a better team than Edmonton. But, um, but yeah, I mean, that, I that's our four. Our four right there. So remind the folks of your four just to make sure that everybody's. So my final four are Toronto, Washington, Colorado, and Florida. All right, so you've got a Colorado, Washington, um, Florida, Toronto situation. For round three, yes. Yes, and I'm rocking with um, a Vegas, Boston, and a Carolina, Toronto situation. So um, I guess I can go ahead. um, Let's start with our most, like, highest versus lowest so for you Colorado versus Washington and then for me the other one so for me in looking at Carol oh my um Vegas and Boston I I think it's Vegas like I pretty clearly I think it's Vegas um I don't even know that that's much of a series to be frank um I think that that will be the case if anybody other than Pittsburgh gets out of the East. Like, I think that like, cause you've got Washington and um, you know, New York are both lower. So they would play either Colorado or Vegas, depending on how that shapes out. And it's like, that's not going to go well for either of those teams. So I um, so yeah, I think it's going to be Vegas winning that one. So Vegas is one, my first team in the finals. Laura, how about you? Who is your first team in the Stanley Cup final? So my first pairing is Washington, Colorado. Um, And again, I'm going to go with Colorado against Washington. Um, I think 
you know, it'll be, it would be an interesting series. It'd just be interesting. Like, I think it would be probably a rough, like a rough, like physically series. Um, but yeah, I have, I have Colorado entering the, the final round and that, that also kind of alludes to the whole, like, I like to see different teams um, make it further into the playoffs than what I've been seeing in my, you know, few years of being a hockey fan. So yes, I've been supporting the Capitals up until this point, uh, but, you know, it would be nice to see Colorado again, continue this incredible season that they've had. So, yeah, so that's my first team. Yeah. And so then we look at our middle group or or I shouldn't say our middle group, but our, our middle two teams out of the four. Um, Again, for me, that's, that's Carolina and Toronto. And for you, that's Florida and Toronto. Um, I I think it's Carolina. Like, I, I don't think that Toronto is, what it boils down to is like, I don't think that Toronto's goaltending is good enough. Like Jack Campbell's fine. Like he's good. Um, but I say that, but like similarly with Carolina, like Alex Nadelkovic has been, Nadelkovic? Nadelkovic has been great. Karma's finest, like has been really great for them, but I, he's not experienced in this situation, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I, so I've got a Vegas Carolina. Stanley Cup final. Ew, I hate that. God, I hate that. Laura, how about you? Who do you have? I have a Toronto Colorado final. I'm going to call it snow battle. So, you know, a nice little cold, cold scenario in the middle of June. Um, But yeah, I have, you know, it just, I'm a little, again, for Nick Foligno, obviously, Um, but also just the idea, I'm kind of into the idea of the Maple Leafs breaking their quote-unquote playoff curse, and, you know, they are an original six team, like, you know, it would be kind of fun, kind of fun to see them get that far. And this is coming from a fan of a team who kicked the Maple Leafs out of even getting into the playoffs last year. So, you know, it's, yeah, I would just think it would be an interesting matchup and it would be, yeah, two teams that really kind of, kind of nitty gritty fought their way to the top. I just hate. I just hate where this is going for me. I say that like I haven't already done my bracket and I like I don't already know who who wins my bracket, but like I just hate saying it. That the Knights win their first yeah. Stanley Cup playoff. Yeah. Wait, what did you say? I said that the Knights win their first Stanley Cup playoff. Like overall. Oh yeah, they win their first Stanley Cup. Yeah, I I I do. You just made me have a small like heart attack because I was like, am I forgetting that the Knights already won the Stanley Cup? No, I thought you meant like their first Stanley Cup appearance. I'm like, they played Washington their first no. year, but yeah, I do. I just, I think they're going to win it. I, 
I don't, I don't want them to, but I think they're going to. They're going to win the Stanley Cup and then they're not going to have to give up any teams or any players in the expansion draft because make that make sense. Yeah. That would be how this works. Um, Go ahead I and will, say it. I will hate that. Like a lot. Mainly because I hate your final pairing. I'm sorry, before I talk about my own final oh, pairing. Oh, no, yeah, fuck my drag. <laughs> I hate your final pairing so much because it's just a bunch of douchebags playing each other. Like, I like Carolina. <laughs> I just, not, yeah, I just, and I don't mean douchebags isn't like they're personally, they're just teams that have like a weird sense about them that it's just a lot of attitude playing each other. Which I love. I love that though. I'm okay. Uh, and I think, I think that you're thinking that you already know who I picked out of my two. Yeah, I, I have an idea, but I, the way you just said that, I'm probably wrong. You are wrong, sir, because I love him. But again, as I said before, Colorado has just had such a good season. <laughs> so I would get Nick Felino to the doorstep and then send him back to Columbus with a broken heart. <laughs> He said Minnesota wrong. Minnesota. Yeah, he said Minnesota wrong. I yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. I it's oh god, I'm gonna hate it. I'm gonna hate it. I'm gonna hate it. I I already hate it. <laughs> I mean, yours is probably a more likely scenario to happen than mine. But what's your like? I mean, like, speak from your heart, though. Like, what's your, like, I think you maybe already did, though, with your Colorado-Toronto final. But, like, I'm thinking through, like, what my dream final would be. In that scenario? Yeah, like, what's your dream final? Weirdly... Well, it's funny is it does not include a team from the East because I don't want joy for any of them, really. Um, Yeah, I think my dream final would be Florida and Colorado. Just based off of pure gumption and like really pulling it out in such a weird, strange season and just letting them have at each other to see what happens. I'm like, I was going to say mine, but I don't think it's actually possible. 
I was gonna say I think it'd be a lot of fun to see like <clears throat> uh, Toronto Boston because of the way that they always meet in the first round of the playoff, and then Boston always beats Tampa or Boston always beats Toronto. And I just think it'd be so fun. But that would mean that Toronto would have to win. No, I guess it could happen. No, it's possible. Yeah, it's just like the seedings would have to work out what right. But I guess actually it could have happened in my exact scenario. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what do you mean? It could have happened in my happen. exact scenario. Yeah, instead of Carolina winning against Toronto, having Toronto beat Carolina and then having Boston beat Vegas. But well, that's fun. I like that we have differing dream scenarios. I do it. There's and plus it's like original six. Like it's just like super. It's super good. Like, I actually kind of, I actually kind of like the idea of the NHL abandoning like the conference stuff at the at the at this stage of it every year. Like I think that that's so fun. I think it creates so many storylines. Like a Toronto Detroit like Stanley Cup final could happen. Um, I mean like think about the dra- the drama i guess like a columbus um oh we don't really have enough rivals to really matter like a columbus pittsburgh like it could happen like how fun would that be um i think i'd have to go on a third anxiety medication <laughs> oh we do support medication on this podcast we do it's all prescribed no worries i love it but um speaking of prescribed i have just what the doctor ordered oh are we done (laughs) we done talking about the playoffs i had a (laughs) slick segue and then you're like okay i'm sorry are we done are we done are we done talking about the playoffs i'm sorry yes laura because here's what the doctor ordered a little slice of john davidson Look out, Columbus. JD's coming home. Put on your hard hat, bitches. I could not be more excited, I think. I actually have some complex feelings about this. Um, So explain the scenario. So, yes. So, a few weeks ago, you'll know, and I have to give credit to, like, the Blue Jackets fandom on Twitter because I saw some some of y'all folks have, have tweeted this, and it's definitely not my original thought, and I just thought it was hilarious. A few weeks ago, Tom Wilson, Tom Wilson, um, Rampage, New York, releases a statement about why he should have been suspended as a disgrace that he wasn't. And then the next day, John Davidson, the president of hockey operations for the New York Rangers. And then, I, oh my God, his last name is Gordon, but I don't know what his first name is. I must have said Jeff Gordon. That's not right. <laughs> That's certainly not right. And it's spelled with a T and not a D. It's spelled with a T and not a D, but still. Um, Anyway, let go. Um, And so from that very second, everybody in Columbus, right? Oh my God, is John Davidson going to come back? Oh my God, is John Davidson going to come back? Um, And yes, yeah, he is actually going to be coming back. He signed a five-year contract with the Columbus Blue Jackets to return as the president of hockey operations. Essentially, Everything is the same in the front office for Yarmo and JD at this point. Um, Yarmo also signed an extension through, I believe it's the 23-24 season or is it 24-25? It's 24-25. Yeah, 24-25. Um, and so Yarmo's sticking around for a little bit longer too. 
Um, so overall, like a good amount of stability happening in the front office, but to tie all back to that unoriginal thought that I had, the Blue Jackets have Tom Wilson to thank for this. Because if he doesn't Tom Wilson, maybe they don't fire John Davidson. And if they don't fire now, John Davidson. But according to the New York Rangers, they were firing, the New York Rangers. There's no way that they were firing John Davidson and man whose last name is Gordon. Um, they were firing them before the whole thing with Tom Wilson. So yeah. no thanks to Tom Wilson, that human piece of crap. They fired him because of that. Oh, I know they did, but let's. But I'm going off of what they said. No, my face is because his name literally is Jeff Gordon. (laughs) I thought it wasn't crazy, but I never made that connection until just now. Well, in fairness, their last names are spelled differently, but. That's true. Oh, that's funny. Um. But yeah, someone who did a whole lot of good for the Blue Jackets is coming home, coming back. Um, This is going to be interesting. Uh, He was also who picked torts with Yarmo. So he's going to be influential in who our new coach is going to be. And yeah, I mean... Although Jeremy told me that he's no longer using the saying brick by brick, I like it because just because we're reloading doesn't mean we don't need to replace some bricks along the way. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. I love, you know, as all of you know, you've heard me say it time and time again. I love anybody that will say they love our city and that they love our team. And, you know, when John left two years ago, he said that the only team that he would leave Columbus for was the New York Rangers because New York was home for a very long time. And that was the, you know, only team he would leave us for. And weirdly, uh, in a time where we really need, we really need some like positivity and, goodness to come back to this team you know it sucks to be fired and all that sort of stuff but it could not have worked out any better to have him come back to Columbus and like he said today you know the phone was ringing the phone was ringing for him to come to other teams and he chose to come back because that's how much he believes in this organization and what I want to say we, but that doesn't make any sense. But what we um, can do to bring success back to Columbus. So I'm pumped. Yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree. I It's going to be so good to watch how this unplay or unravels because like, I think he also is just somebody who brings such credibility. Like he, to me, is kind of like John Tortorella but in a different way where it's like having him be a part of the organization just adds to the credibility of your organization. And I think that's really key. Um, There were two things that I thought of that weren't exactly probably everybody's first thought. And maybe I am unoriginal as fuck and I need to stop thinking I'm holier than thou. But the first thing I thought of was the Rangers have been super, super, super in 
on Jack Eichel over the course of the last few, well, really the last year. And so my first thought was, John Davidson, he's going to come up in here. He's going to get us Jack Eichel. Everybody's being silly on Twitter and being like, bring us back Panarin. Panarin was, I, I promise you that Artemi Panarin did not make his decision to go and sign for the with the New York Rangers because of John Davidson's arrival. Do you all really think? <laughs> like, and oh, so Panarin, similarly. Yeah, Panarin made his decision long before he actually left. Like, as much as we've talked about my disdain for him, he, yeah, he wanted to play for an original six team. He wanted to play in New York. That's why he left. He didn't, I mean, it was a benefit to him to have JD be in New York for sure. Um, and I'm sure he was very helpful in getting the organization to agree to him taking the personal leave that he took during this season to go home uh, to Russia and, and stuff like that. But yeah, no, Panarin did not. So stop with your pipe dreams, but no, continue with your Jack Eichel story. Yeah. Well, there's that. And I would just wonder if maybe he'll be integral and maybe getting him here. Um, But then I also, my first thought was, thank God the Blue Jackets are not going to sign Tony D'Angelo when he becomes available because, because John Davidson will be like, no, fuck that guy. Like, that's going to be so nice. Um, the other, the third and final thought that I had, um, and I don't know if it's something that I would entertain or like desire, but I I wonder if that adds David Quinn to the list of possible Blue Jackets head coaches. Mm-hmm. David Quinn being the former um recently outed um new york rangers coach there's a small part of me that wonders if perhaps um i've always kind of wondered it um but especially now and laura and i want to record an episode next week kind of talking through like the coaching carousel and kind of reflecting on on coaching for the blue jackets um the way i said that made it sound like we are reflecting on our experiences being the coaches of the blue jackets (laughs) not the case um no. sometimes Not I wish all, we actually. were sometimes I wish we were but um yeah so um we'll talk about that more but that was one of the first things that came to my brain too but I'm so excited it's gonna be so good I already feel like more positive about this situation that we're in right now having JD back and having just yeah just having that other voice in all of these decisions that we have to make Again, we, it's a universal we um, that the front office has to make in the next couple of months. Um, So yeah, but we are going to touch more and we promise actually we are going to do it this time. Like I know we say sometimes we're doing special episodes and we don't actually do them. Um, But this one is actually happening where we talk about coaching um, because we, you know, have had some major upheavals and there's a lot of things potentially coming down uh, the pipe and it's going to be really, really interesting. So, but we're really excited to do it all with you in tow, you all in tow, if you're listening and, and interacting and all that kind of stuff. So we're really excited for the off season. Maybe me more than Laura. Laura gets really scared during this time of the year. So send good vibes to Laura. Um, But also like, 
No, I was just going to say, I did have one more thing I wanted to say before you threw it over for plugs. Yeah. And it's for two, it's for two people. One is a blue jacket and one is not. But because we are both fans of these people, I just wanted to do a nice little shout out to our dudes, Cam Atkinson and Curtis Gabriel for being nominated by their respective teams, the Columbus Blue Jackets and the San Jose Sharks um, for the King Clancy Memorial Trophy this week. Um, For those who aren't aware, this trophy goes to each team nominates a player um, who best exemplifies um, service and leadership um, and community development um, throughout um, their team and their community. And you've heard me talk endlessly about Cam and what Cam has done for Columbus, what his family has done, what he does for the team on and off the ice. We haven't really talked about it a whole lot um, on this podcast. Jeremy had the incredible opportunity to interview Curtis um, in the fall, um, but we have not talked about the absolutely incredible work that Curtis Gabriel has done with his personal platform, with his team's platform, with growing and encouraging the opening of people's eyes to allow hockey to be an inclusive and open and welcoming space for all people, specifically people of the LGBTQIA plus community. Um, Curtis is a constant learner. He's consistently educating himself and trying to encourage his teammates, his fellow members of the NHL, you know, his actual team, you know, NHL higher ups to start noticing that this sport can be so influential and so good for so many kids and so many people coming up if they can just feel accepted for who they are. So big shout out to Cam, huge shout out to Curtis. If you don't know his story, please look it up. Um, But yeah, just that's one of my favorite awards that they give out every year and super proud to, to call Cam our nominee and our friend of the podcast. Curtis Gabriel, the nominee for the Sharks. Without a doubt. And so, um, yeah, award season is good all the time. I love award season. It's always interesting to see who gets nominated, especially for awards like this, where it's like every, every uh, you know, club gets a chance to nominate a player. <clears throat> I think that that's just really cool. And and some former Blue Jackets on that list too. I mean, Sergei Bobrovsky was another. Um, oh, there's another one. I cannot remember for the life of me who it was. Hold on, I just had the the graphic up. Yeah, no, I can't. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I know Bob's on there. And Bob, I mean, for those who don't know, Bob was huge, hugely supportive of the community when he was here in Columbus, too. He wasn't as outwardly like outspoken about it, but they did quite a bit he and his wife um when they were in columbus um it was oh tyler mott was who i was thinking Mm -hmm. of tyler mott played for the blue jackets a while ago um 
and then Columbus's own Connor Murphy with the Blackhawks. Um, yeah, so I mean, a bunch of a bunch of really good names on this list. Uh, so we will see. We'll pull for our guy Cam, but I don't think you can really go wrong in awarding that one. So yeah, that'll be good. But folks, we are so excited for this summer. We've got some really exciting things planned and hopefully those some more things that we don't have exactly set in stone come to fruition over the course of the next couple months. So stick with us. Um, we're going to be recording somewhat more regularly now that I have somewhat of a stable situation. <laughs> um, never stable minded, just in a stable environment. Um, and we'll go from there, but folks, we really appreciate y'all and, um, sad that we're not watching playoff hockey with you. We are really sad about it, but hopefully take some time to watch these games. Cause they're, they're really good. They're really good hockey games. Do not watch the Bruins and Capitals. Don't, don't hurt yourself. Don't do that to yourself. You love yourself more than that. Don't do that. That is not an act of self-care watching that series. But do you know what it is? Following us on Twitter, Laura hit Oh, <laughs> I was like watching the, the battle over Florida. Um, yes, be, please follow us on social media. We are on tw- Twitter and Instagram at um, subjectivelypod. Uh, we are, <laughs> if you ever look at our Instagram page, I am being super elusive and our Instagram page is blank right now um, because some fun and exciting things uh, for the podcast are going to be announced soon. So we've archived our Instagram history, um, Twitter. God, we love you guys. You just bring, you just bring so much joy, even in this like weird off season um you know we just love interacting and the fact that we've we've done this amount of growth in such a short amount of time um is really just spectacular and then if you want it helps it makes us smile you can rate review and subscribe uh to the podcast wherever you're listening specifically if you're listening on apple podcasts um the you know the ratings they do help us get noticed um, so that we can draw more people to this little roadshow uh, that we're building up day by day. But we just love and appreciate all of you so much. I love that you called it a roadshow. That's kind of fun. It is kind of a roadshow. It is. It is kind of that. We're not antiques, though. Well, I kind of am, but. Uh- why did I know you are going to go there? Cha, anyways, we appreciate y'all so much. And until we get the chance to talk to y'all next time, stay well, and we'll see you soon. Bye.